The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will be streamed live. Well, welcome uh, to another edition of the Critical and Thinking Podcast. I'm Ian Harris. Ty Barnett is not here. Ty is out being bougie at the uh, uh, the comedy cellar in Las Vegas and uh, doing comedy. So I have a co-host today. Um, so probably by knowing knowing my co-host today, I'm going to be we'll we'll be off the off the air within ten minutes. Um, block. I am somewhere. not Ty Barnett. <laughs> Maurice <laughs> Northup. <laughs> do not let your eyes deceive you. Yes, yes. We have a lot in common, Ty Barnett and I. Yes, but I am not he. No, but this is Maurice Northup, and uh, welcome, Maurice. Thank you for finally thank, thank making it me. out. Uh, yeah. Maurice and I go way back. We've done comedy for years together, and uh, used to do the Evolution of Comedy tour. And we are both uh, hated widely on social media by yeah. by people who don't like lip. I'm arts. really hated by some of your friends. <laughs> yes, oh, yes. And our guest, we have a guest via via Skype, so you can't see if anyone's watching video. But most of this is audio anyway. Um, and I have been on uh, speaking of podcast, a podcaster, uh, author of six books, speaker, and activist, graduate of the University of Pennsylvania, grad student at Augsburg University, um, Marissa. Alexa McCool, which has got to be the coolest McCoolest name ever. Welcome. Golf clap. Yes, golf clap. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. And trust me, I know all about being hated on Twitter for <laughs> yeah. existing. So I'm yes. right there with you. Yes, exactly. So give people, let, let everyone know. Again, we can't, everyone doesn't see everyone. It's all audio pretty much here. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself and uh, how do we know each other? Tell, tell, tell our audience. Well, uh, we know each other because I reached out to you about being on my show, the Inciting Incident Podcast, and that is a deep dive interview show that we've been doing for almost three years now, me and my co-host, Bethany Futrell. And I reached out to you not just because you were an atheist and not just because you were a comedian, but you were an atheist comedian. And then that just seemed like, <laughs> right, you know, check several boxes, so to speak. And uh, I've been in the community, uh, like I said, for about three years. And uh, at that point, I was about halfway through my tenure at the University of Pennsylvania, and sort of everything kind of happened at once for me. Um, I came out by screaming, I'm transgender, fuck you, in the face of a hate preacher. And then a month later, uh, our most famous alum at that school, uh, I think he got elected president or something, and that might have had a minimal impact on my life. <laughs> and I wrote a rant that turned into a book and all of a sudden, people knew who I was, and I've written uh, six total. Uh, my seventh is in the editing phase. I am the host of two podcasts, and I produce five others. And I speak. I've spoken at atheist events and all kinds of different uh, conferences. And I, I do stand up comedy, except in places that people aren't expecting to see stand-up comedy. So it kind of works out that way, you know, taken by surprise. Yeah, it's like a flash mob. <laughs> stand-up mm -hmm. comedy flash mob on That's the right. bus. Well, cool. We weren't uh, expecting vagina jokes here. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't have a boombox loud enough to tell jokes on the bus. <laughs> right. Gotta have that, you know. Yeah. All right, you guys ready for jokes? <laughs> Sorry, I should have. So, um, so what's, so let me, let's ask, so a lot of people probably, um, there's a lot of questions. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people. Too bad we're not we're not live with Ty here. When Ty here, is, he always has the most interesting questions. But let's. This is you know you're transgendered as you said. What it, can you explain? Like help help my. I'm sure most of my audience are people that might already even know you. Might even be friends of yours on social media. But um, a lot of people, you know, I have a, my co-host Ty. It's we're a little bit different community. Um, explain like what. People have such a hard time dealing with this. I feel like I mean we had that we have the bathroom issues and we have, um, and and I'm gonna be honest. Like I, I remember somebody, um, you I know, go, I gonna poop around no pervert. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. Yes, um, I've had I've had multiple times where where uh, I didn't know the proper thing. You know, you don't want to misgender somebody. You don't want to call somebody by the by the, yeah, and, the and etiquette. I, yeah, and I, I have a friend. I have a friend who I used to be. Um, in a sketch group with, and I knew her now as a as as him for a long time, and we were in a sketch group together, and he transitioned, and and I had the hardest time, not because I didn't want to, but because I knew this person for so long that I kept accidentally saying like I would say the wrong name, or I'd say ah, God, I have to catch myself, and it reminded me of uh, on a very smaller scale, but. Um, 
when my my mom when she was when my mom changed her this is very small but I'm just just wanting to remember how it used to freak just piss my mom off and something as small as her name she changed her name when she was when she was in this you know when she, before I was born when she was very young and her so entire, you, you her never entire knew, life. You never knew your real mom. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But but her entire life, her her parents would call her by her original name. And she was insistent that her parents did it on purpose. And I often wonder, like, I wonder if her parents just could not, you know, their whole life, this was their daughter, Susan. Yeah. And she they would just call her Sue. And she'd be like, my name is fucking Dawn. It's not Sue. And my mom thought it was on purpose. And, 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 I, and I wonder sometimes, like, on a grander scale, I mean, this is a this is not a name. This is not a name change. This is this is gender. It's identity. It's and do people in your fa- in family people that, have kn- that knew you forever? Is this a hard thing for them? And how do they deal with it? And how do you deal with it? Like I, you know, I mean, it's it's got to be it's got to be tough, you know, all around. Well, sure, and uh, you know, just take that context of the story you just told me with your friend mm-hmm. and put it in reverse mm-hmm. and imagine you have to do that with literally everybody that you've ever, ever met or will ever know. Right. And that's some idea of what it's like to be trans. So, yeah. um, I'm not particularly close with my family and this okay. may or may not have something to do with it, <laughs> but it's sort of like you have to slowly test the waters with people. You have right. to figure out where they are. Cause if someone's sharing Caitlyn Jenner jokes all day, I'm probably not going to come out to them, you know? Right. So exactly. It's, you know, it, it, it's, it's hard for people to understand because they, for, for the most part, people have never had to put that kind of effort into changing how they know someone. Right. But I think that's where all those jokes come from is their discomfort with it. Their lack of understanding about it. Hey, whenever I, whenever I've talked to somebody who's got some deal with trans people, I I always ask them if they believe climate science. It seems unrelated, but a lot of the time they like, oh no, it's a liberal lie. I'm like, oh okay, you may not be a bigot, you just might be stupid. <laughs> You're just an ignoramus, uh, which usually leads to bigotry. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but some yeah, people some people have a more somewhat. some people have a more deeply seated emotional reaction to it and i think that's almost always more about them than the person they they seem to have some frustration well, with it it's 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 like it's like homophobia there are people who are who are homophobic because they just don't know which is not a good excuse but they don't they've never met anybody gay or whatever and then they do all of a sudden they're like oh wait this isn't a big deal and then there are other people that are just fucking assholes i ain't no homophobia i, got, I ain't <laughs> never met no gay guy i couldn't beat in a fight <laughs> <laughs> you you ain't you ain't afraid of them. I ain't no uh, homophobia. But but it's uh, I find that that ignorance and and you know it there's there's no there's no um, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it's no mystery when you look at at places that are more liberal. You look at places that are that's always more diverse. You look at the big cities. Like you go to any any red state. You go to Texas. The big cities are do, blue. Do I, do I have to? Well, yeah, no, yeah, you don't have to, but, but if you, you know, and I think that just comes down to when you actually know people and have connections with people and actually have to, to, to live with people that aren't exactly like you, you get to learn what they're about and you realize, okay, I'm no longer scared of it, which is why people have such a, the people that are, are afraid of it are, have such a hard time with diversity because it freaks them the fuck out. And I, and I think it's, you know, how many times have we seen like a Republican senator who was anti-gay forever, all of a sudden they're not anti-gay because their grandkid came out or their niece. And all of a sudden it's like, oh wait, now that it directly affects me. I love watching Lindsey Graham get angry. (laughs) (laughs) That's when it all comes out. But I I wonder, I wonder how much of it is, you know, there's gotta be, there's gotta be people like you said, they're just straight up, they're just assholes and there are people that are just completely ignorant. And, um, yeah, there's, there's two, for me, there's two kinds of scary bigots. There's, there's the bigot who is so, their culture is so dependent on their ideological hatreds that they'll act violent on it. Right. You know, and then there's another kind of bigot and that's the guy who really doesn't care, but will pretend to be a bigot. He will take any position for money or for political power or for some cynical purpose and that to me is insidious because it- it's, That's what we call Fox News. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, our, our lot of <laughs> these Republicans, they have, they have absolutely no convictions. I, I, I would argue that our president has no genuine convictions whatsoever, that if the Democratic Party was as corrupt as the Republicans, that he would have run as a Democrat. Right. And, and luckily for us, they're only like 30%. 30, yes, exactly. So, so also, um, 
here's the, so the big misconception too is that um and again if you if you want to we can talk about anything you want to talk about so if you want to go off into Noah's Ark or or <laughs> Donald Trump I take this is a free form take it wherever you want but I just you know I think it's interesting you probably talk about it till you're blue in the face and you you probably don't necessarily don't want to talk about but if you but so if you don't just just let us know but I I also um you always get I always get those my my right wing crazy religious you always get the the memes like you know if you were if you were born this way you're this or if you got that like this just weird yeah. root of like 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 first grade level rudimentary I was, I was born Republican right I was born a coal miner like it's I was born that you were born a coal miner's daughter all right hey, um I was just for ha- <laughs> I was just for Halloween skit all right there was a Halloween skit and it's all it was I, I only shaved one of my legs oh that's good <laughs> but you you have to think about it. Uh, beyond just like conservative bigotry. Right. Uh, because you would think that like atheists might be uh, less hostile and there's certainly a significant portion of them who are not. Um, I was just right. on an atheist YouTube show two weekends ago and I got it, it's the same arguments. Right. Except it's logic, reason and chromosomes instead of God, Jesus and the Bibles. And, and, and it's like. It's 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 a mystery to me how someone can talk about climate skeptics as like, a, oh, those people, they don't listen to all the scientists, but then maybe don't listen to all the people who know stuff about transgender people and yeah. stick stick with the most rudimentary bio eighth grade science class knowledge of what gender is. And then, you know, call us mentally ill or, you know, say that we uh, just trust me, there are plenty well, of different. Yeah, variations. that's a very, very good point. Pseudoscience is not something that uh, I mean, phrenology, you know, that's when they study the, the lumps, the in, lumps your in your head. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a criminal brow. That guy's prone to crime. Right. He's got that arch in brow of a Cro-Magnon. So, uh, I mean, that was. That was gilded in the in the idea of science. You know, like, oh, this is he, he's got a lab coat. Of course, it's true. Right. And, yeah. And so I think, yeah, that's a good point. That just because you consider yourself, you know, I I, I have a relative who's a uh, homeschooling her child and will not vaccinate her because she doesn't trust the CDC and it's all blah blah blah. You know, it, it, right. but it, but uh, perfectly reasonable on other subjects. Yeah, that, that that's but the thing. They talk about vaccines, and she turns into a stupid dumbass. Well, I mean, I know, and I know people who are who who are. I have a. a I don't want to call her a friend anymore. My one of my psycho Facebook people who used to be <laughs> used to be a liberal comedian, uh, oh, progressive, and now she's a full on white power neo Nazi, yeah. Kyle, and her, and she's still an atheist. But yeah. now she's like, well, evolution says that white people are superior, and it's like, mm. what? Like she, she's just completely taken. You know, I think she used to teach science or something, but she's taken that and somehow skewed it into this weird yeah, the, neo-Nazi uh, white people. The, all are the better same thing. arguments, the Nazi eugenic yeah, arguments. It's crazy, but 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 I think you know it, it's it's a it's more of a, 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 a speaks to how we how our brains process and how we think and and you know the fact that people can be can shed their religion, but they don't shed their tribalistic th- thought process, and you can be just as religious about being an atheist or just as religious about your, some, some form of identity politics that you do or something you, people can be just as religious about something that they identify with that doesn't have to be religion because they haven't shed the way of thinking. Um, you know, that they, they have, they haven't really, they're not really using rational di- discourse and skepticism and these sort of things that even though they, on most issues, they are that way. And, and, you know, I, and the weird thing, I, I love when people say the mental illness because, if you think about how many people have what we could consider mental illness, right? Mm-hmm. Depression or schizophrenia or bipolar. Or, you have depression. You have schizophrenia. <laughs> Everybody I know has something. And it's like, then right. what, what becomes the, what is the norm? I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure the three of us probably have something that is considered a disorder. And it's like, well, then what becomes... Stop the, reading my Twitter feed. <laughs> yes, exactly. So then if 60% of the population has depression, then isn't the 40% that are mentally ill? I mean, <laughs> I mean, honestly, well, like, what's the I mean, fucking norm you here? can. I would say you look at it as a broad spectrum and you have to also look at, you know, what are the sociological factors? Like when, you, right. when I argue with these supposed uh, scientifically minded racists, they like to point at these very small variations 
uh, in brain size and capacity, whatever, which which is of negligible, negligible effect. But then when you try and bring up something like, well, are you aware that diet has a big uh, factor in the size of your brain and child early childhood development and that what you're not really proving is that white people are smarter, but that uh, minorities have been, uh, you know, eating a terrible diet. <laughs> They're not getting nutrition. Right. <laughs> so it's, you know, your, your white supremacy is actually more colonial bullshit. You right. Know? But it, and it's also not just that, like, people are religious about atheism. It's also that they think that once they get the answer to the God question right, that suddenly they're, they've never been influenced by religion whatsoever. Right. Uh, so, you know, uh, it, all those uh, years of sitting in the pew being told that queer people are terrible and coming to steal their kids from the bathroom. Right. Uh, they just, you know, change their answer to the God question. And none of that influence has ever affected them whatsoever. Blank slate. Yeah. You know? Well, I don't understand too. I, I know, I know Trump, Trump supporting hardcore right wing, and I get that there's a lot of libertarians. Yank, I fucking hate libertarians, but there's a lot of libertarian atheists. But I've seen like hardcore Trump supporting Republican atheists, and I'm like, how do you align with any of these? Oh, it's easy. I'm policies? a, I'm a selfish psychopath. <laughs> yes, exactly. I guess, I guess that's yeah. what it is. It's I just do it for the money. Yeah, exactly. I know there's no heaven, so might as well get rich and screw all y'all. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it, I I just think that there's that you know there's there's a difference between having, um, you know, being right on being right on a few issues and having having a basic understanding of of, a, of certain topics and really having an understanding of or having a brain that processes things in general. And and like Ty always talks about every everyone who's ever listened to this episode, you know that the last thing Ty says uh, every episode is empathy, people, empathy. Why is there no Fucking empathy, empathy yeah. in this country, and and that's it. Is like you, you talk when I talk to people, and you re, like you look at this this border situation where I'm I'm people that I thought were friends and and relatives going, yeah, good, they should fucking shoot those kids with rubber bullets and gas them and kill them because their parents committed a well, misdemeanor. Not, like, it's not straight so, at them. You bounce it off the ground. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. I mean, I'm not a monster. And I'm like, these are like people that I thought were were normal people that are that are advocating yeah. gassing and shooting children with rubber bullets but we live in a society that doesn't nurture came across we don't border. nurture empathy we don't nurture empathy in our society and a lot of this homophobia comes from the whole idea of 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 male emotional fragility like if a man is emotional if a man cries he's weak right you don't know how to handle your feelings you pussy come on now toughened up right you know and and then when you see uh someone who has a, a different way of approaching you know themselves their gender you know and and uh you know that can that can fucking threaten dude are you talking about the pussification of america yeah, yeah. turning this country much but pussy queers man. i think i read that on a shirt at yeah, a right. trump trump rally yeah yeah pussification of america and <laughs> but, obama but what what they what they don't want to accept is that what they're really doing is making themselves more incapable of dealing with problems and have being more prone to violent outbursts and explosions of emotion rather than dealing with things in a healthy normal right. way well and and you know and really quick back to um you know i i think that they've um I mean, I'm sure if not, they, there's many studies they've got to be doing or have done, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I've, I've read in the past and I don't have it to call up right now. But as far as a lot of, it, not just not just gender, but also sexuality and many things, that our brain, our brain chemistry, everybody's brain chemistry is 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 slightly different. And there's, and it's not this black or white, but such a spectrum that, that, um, of how our brains work, you know, I mean, it's like, so this idea that there are, there are, you know, uh, biologically born women whose brains in certain, they, they don't function as such, like as, as you would, um, so what I'm looking for and, and, and vice versa, man. So there's a whole spectrum that that's, that's the physical and the, and the mental and, and it's, and it's completely, it, there's, there's not like a single, this is the right way or this is the right way. It's just a spectrum. And I, I, think, I agree I think with you. Once we get rid of the gay people, we can start going after people with extra fingers. <laughs> I mean, they're freaks. They're not human. Humans have five fingers per hand. Two hands. Only two hands. All right? You're born that way. You're born that way. And a lot of these things you can trace to fear of gay people with gender. Oh, and then sure. when you get when you get to fear of gay people, you realize it's a fear and hatred of women because most of the people who hate gay people really only hate gay men. 
And they really only hate the ones that are, quote unquote, visibly gay. You know, the ones wearing a, a, a bikini and, you know, have having glitter all around them. It's it's a hatred of femininity. And when you grow up in a culture that teaches that the opposite of femininity is masculinity, and that's synonymous with strength, courage, uh, you know, bravery, all of these things, you, you, when you see them on an anonymical scale right, like that, you naturally think that anyone who is feminine is thus weak. Well, and this, we, no, go ahead. Continue. Sorry. And we kind of like completely shatter their opinion of what gender must be, because if even if you go with the idea that femininity is weakness, they see us as as openly rejecting what they would want as strength and giving up privilege in order to be who we are. So it's it's not just fear, it's confusion. Because if, if someone thinks I'm a man and that I'm being feminine, they, they think I'm openly like rebelling against their perception of masculinity. And why, why do you hate Jesus? <laughs> yeah. Why do you hate Jesus? But but I think I think that's kind of goes back to what to what Mo was just saying. On some level, I, I don't think most of them think it that think it through that way or actually, you know, process that but I think that there is this there is this thing it, growing up a, a boy in America where it's like, you know, I mean, especially in those like redneck type cultures um, where it's like, yeah, if 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 you're, you know, I mean, shut up, you girl, shut up, you pussy, shut yeah, up. But even, queer. even and, and it's and it's like even in the gilded halls, you know, no, for you know, sure. I'm just no saying, son of mine's going. You're no. going to row. You're going to be in the Stanford team. And blah, no, no, blah, blah. absolutely. But I'm saying that there's definitely this. This masculinity thing of that that you, you if you are a man, this is what men do, and this is how and and anything that's not that is looked down upon. Have and, you tried and, punching your problem away, son? <laughs> exactly. It's a competitive end game. Yeah, and 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 it's and I think I mean think about that with I, I always think about when you um look at Australia. Australia is like. Something, Arkansas with a beach? No, yes. no, but no. As far as like their their um, religion, like we're talking about, they're f- more than fifty percent of the population is atheist. They had an atheist prime minister, right? But they still were trying to get marriage equality laws at the same time we are. And yeah. I and I remember thinking to myself, I think I did a joke on stage one time. So I'm like, wait a second. So here in America, we don't want we don't want uh, marriage equality because Jesus. You people are 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 atheists, and you don't want marriage equality. So that means you're just a bunch of fucking assholes. Like, like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? At least, at least the Christians have a bullshit excuse. Like, you don't even have any excuse. It's like, why, why don't you want them to get married? Oh, I, wait, I don't wait, like wait queers. Wait till you find out we treat refugees. Eh? <laughs> we're, yeah. we're, we're all kinds of assholes. Look at what just <laughs> happened. They 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 lost the fight on marriage equality. So now the 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 propagators of the anti marriage equality have changed their name to binary Australia. Because they're going to go after trans people when they lose the gay marriage fight. Who oh. does that sound like? Yes. I wonder. <laughs> Nobody we've heard of here. No. Uh. <laughs> it's totally a coincidence yes. that right after marriage equality, I have passed, never invited trans a trans person to my major issue. Yes. I have never invited a trans person up to my apartment. I just want you to know that in my hotel room. No. Chicks only. Chicks only. No. Don't tell my wife. <laughs> just kidding. Well, and and here, well, here's here's the other thing. Is put put all the other stuff aside. I love the uh, like the the bath the bathroom thing. Like, what what is the big deal? That like, so I I can't even break it down with that. So they don't want. They, what's the what's the argument? They want they don't want Larry Craig. They don't want their own creepy guy in the bathroom. Right, which is like. That, where does that even come from? I mean, that's like that has no, nothing to do with anything anyone's talking about. No one's like, oh yeah, yeah. Once once you once know, we pass this, once we once we allow that, you know, uh, you know, non gender gender neutral bathrooms, we're just going to allow creepy rapist guys to go into bathrooms and, well, the, and, and the irony put is, on a wig or something. It's like, what, where does that even come? That's not remotely what anyone's talking about. You fucking jack. I was I was educated about this uh, from a gay friend of mine. Uh, when you ostracize a segment of the population that has to live in secret and in shame, you send them to these little hidden places. So certain bathrooms, certain places like the Beverly Hills men's room where our bathroom park where uh, my, uh, George Michael got in trouble. 
these places end up becoming the Republican washroom they're in the like Senate. The, the Republican washroom <laughs> in the Senate. Yeah. These places now become little secret little places where guys can go hook up. Because they're ostracized by society. So the irony is that they're so worried about these bathrooms being full of perverts. Right. Well, it's your ostracization. It's your, it's your stigma. You're right. stigmatizing of people that's creating this environment. Well, and they only know about those bathrooms because that's where they go. That's, yeah. yeah <laughs> that's their you know. truck stop that but, they like but to the go irony, to. But the irony that, you know, the bathroom has been this place for hidden secret perversion, right. you know, is because of because of your stigmatic you know, right. bullshit. Well, and, and and let's be honest. What, what, if if you're really worried, if if you're if you're really worried about your daughter getting raped or sexually assaulted in a public bathroom, all them gays at Target. Right, well, it's like you have who. Well, I always buy wicker. What's st- what's stopping what's stopping a rapist from going into a public bathroom now? Nothing. The nothing, sign on the door nothing, does not stop. No, I mean, give a shit. And it's just like this this weird idea that that because you are. You know, um, you're 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 gay or or you're transgender or whatever that that you all of a sudden are some sort of weird r- r- rapist. I mean, and th- it, again, this st- there's zero statistics that th- it's the exact opposite. Ian, it's Ian, the exact opposite Ian, on every fucking. I was in Tulsa, and I went in the <laughs> and there was a guy in there dress, yeah. dressed up like a lady, and he had a gay cake. It said <laughs> "Happy Wedding Day, Ray and Bob." On the cake? Cake, in the in the bathroom, he was eating cake in the bathroom. This is what I'm talking about. America's going down the shitter. You know what? It, it, if if you look at it at just the surface, of course it's ludicrous, but it's not about bathrooms. It really isn't. No. And what I mean by that it's is, access. you know, people who want to exist in public. You can't ban somebody from existing in public, but you can make it really hard for them to exist in public. So if you can't use a public restroom, you're much less likely to go interact with public. Or if a place is allowed to discriminate against you, you're much less likely to go into public. So it's it's just like, se- like you know, segregation <laughs> where you you make it very difficult for someone to exist in public so that you don't have to deal with them. And when you can separate somebody like that and, you know, tar them with these, you know, regardless of whether there's ev- any evidence for these reputations or not, it's designed to separate them from society. Yeah. And if they're separated from society, you don't have to deal with them. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think I think I think these people like the, especially the Trump types, I think they're afraid they're going to go to a bathroom and there's going to be a trans man next to them who has a bigger dick than theirs. And it's going to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Man, I never had to raise my dress up that high. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it it does come down to a lot of that fear, too. And, you know, if you look also at, you know, the people who say that all trans people have to constantly, you know, say that they're trans. The root of it is, so I'm not accidentally attracted to one of them, lest I be gay. Right. So, you know, if you fear being gay and you think trans women are actually men and you find one of them attractive, Oh, does that make me gay? <laughs> like, right. it's, well, yeah, exactly. I know that that's actually that's actually something I've heard from the mouths of many people. Like, you know, uh, does, I, I'm I'm not gay though. It doesn't, like, no, the only know, way like, I know for sure is to <laughs> suck a dick, buddy. If you like it, you're gay. Or you might be bi. You could be bi. You could be bi. You might have to suck two dicks. That's the only way to really know for sure. <laughs> the it's um. <laughs> 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 You could suck many dicks and still be completely heterosexual. I, I, well, <laughs> I met John Travolta and he said, I'm not just gay. Have a drug I just like to suck dicks. And I'm like, well, you can be straight and suck dicks. He's like, yeah, you can be straight and suck dicks. And we sucked each other's dicks. And I didn't feel gay, but it was a good time. <laughs> He's Bart, a good massager. He gives a good massage. Good mas- Reverse massage is what he gives. Um, yeah, it's 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 just, uh, to me, It's it definitely comes down to this... Yeah, I, uh, I don't even I don't even know where where to where to put it. So this is what this is what Mo happens. Keeps derailing he doesn't me know nonsense. where to put it. This is a married man. He has a child, and now he doesn't know where to put it. This is what's happening. I don't know. I, I know where to. Put now it. you're gonna forget how to poop because there's gonna be gay people in the bathroom, and you're gonna be you're gonna have shit in your drawers. You're all mixed up, son. You need Jesus. <laughs> Yeah. And it, when it comes right down to it, you know, those 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 mentally ill accusations, you know, they they often use it as an excuse. to Yeah. Treat the people gender like dysmorphia. They like to throw right. that. That's their little that's their little uh, and, bullet point. Yeah. And if, if if that's if even if it was a mental illness, it's not. But even if it was, that's not an excuse to treat someone like shit. And hey, look at that you know, cancer guy. Fuck you, cancer guy. 
Yeah. <laughs> so like I, I just had my uh, gender confirmation surgery, my bottom surgery uh, three months ago today. And I got my surgery done at the Mayo Clinic, which is widely regarded as the best hospital in the country. Not the Mayo um, Clinic. Sorry. Mayo. <laughs> M-A-Y-O. Um, so like, stupid. do you think a surgeon at the best hospital in the country would provide me with an operation based on a mental illness or a delusion? I, I think I'll trust my doctor. Yeah, I but don't the, know. there you go. There you go again. Trust and trust in the trust in the science and trust in the uh, the, the establishment. That's <laughs> the li- the liberal doctors with their liberal agenda trying to trying to trans up America. That's what they. I mean, that's what I, I they would say. I don't trust. You, I don't trust those liberal doctors. I don't trust no doctors. That Doctor Dre telling my kid to smoke weed. <laughs> like what the hell kind of medical school? Yeah. And Dr. McCool's here telling your kid to get a vagina because yeah. uh, 10 out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> I prescribed I prescribe one vagina a week until the symptoms cease. I, I'm up for that. That sounds great. I'm married. I don't get one vagina a week. I'm sorry. Yeah, you get, <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, don't forget your anniversary and you'll get that. <laughs> exactly. So, well, okay. So let's, uh, now I got to ask this. How, so how long has it been now that you've had your- Three months. Three, three months. months today. So- Happy anniversary. And, Thank you. <laughs> And how was, I remember seeing your posts about when like weeks later, right. And coming out of, out of the hospital, how is it, how is it now? I mean, there's gotta, I mean, I want, is there, do you have, I don't want to get graphic. Are there, do you have phantom, phantom yes. paint? You, you like, wow. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. Uh, it is the most bizarre feeling in the world to like have this itch and, you know, go to scratch it and be like, Oh, um, I don't have that anymore. <laughs> like oh. it's uh, you know, you get this itch and then you feel where you think it is and it's and yeah, it's, it's bad enough when you're you know, at the cocktail skin party. is going, that's nowhere near it. So um the, the the weirdest one, uh I was about eight days after I got home and uh my husband kissed my neck or something like that, and I was like, Holy shit, I just got a phantom boner. That's not possible anymore. What's going on? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. Now, how long do they, does that ever go away or does that, or does it, does it, does it ease with time? Does it stay the same way forever or does it completely go away at some point? Do you have any idea? Oh, it's, it, it's gone away. Okay. Um, at this point, um, I was just with someone who has only been with women their entire life. Okay. And, uh, outside of not having natural lubrication, um, they said it was, pretty much like any other vagina. So right. after three months, I'd say that's pretty good progress. Yeah. But I mean, on your end, you're, you're not getting any more. I, I mean, how long will you get, will you get you, do you have any more, any more of the phantom stuff? Like, uh, is that going to go away or is that always going to be, you're going to always have things like that. Do you, you know, uh, I don't really have that anymore. Not, not at all. Okay, cool. No, Interesting. It, it, it do, do you find, do, do you find yourself weeks. drifting off during sex? Like my wife does. <laughs> Um, yeah, like this time I was getting, you know, whatever it was like, Oh, I wonder if I did the laundry. No, actually, that, uh, no, does not happen. Um, most of the time I usually convulse until I pass out because I'm, I'm sitting there going, Oh my God, this is so much fucking better. Did you hear that everybody? Oh my God. Admits to believing in a God. Checkmate. Knew it. Jesus. Checkmate, get atheist. Jesus. Get good with God. I believe in the God of li- liberal science vagina. Liberal science. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, um, yeah, I wonder, I wonder, do you know if there's any study on this? Does the, does a, uh, a trans vagina feel better than, than a, a, a natural, like a born woman vagina? Like, does it, is there, because of where the nerve endings are? Do you have any idea? I wonder, I wonder what, if, if they feel similar, if they feel, I mean, there's no way to know that obviously other than just, you know, their best guess from science, but, um, what, do you oh, have any idea? The makeup is very similar. Okay. Um, you know, it, we all start as women, women in, right. in utero. So, like, before we get the the chromosomes that we do, we all just have an X chromosome. Right. So, the, the, the designs, the plumbing, so to speak, is actually very similar. And that's why they fashion a clitoris out of the former head. Right. So, you know, the nerve endings may have been constructed differently, but... As far as I've been able to describe, because of course I compare notes with people who have natal vaginas, right? And for the most part, it's very similar. <laughs> okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I um, that do you miss peeing outside? 
Or maybe you still <laughs> well, who do. Who says she doesn't pee? Yeah, Come on. That's, that's right. I should have assumed. I should not have assumed. Yes. Do I miss being? Oh, no. Being outside. No. Um, I will say when I'm traveling, uh, sometimes it's like, God, do I have to go to another fucking rest stop? Like that urge is still there. Right. That's probably like the only thing I'd put in the negative category so far, <laughs> especially if I'm driving in some garbage state like Wisconsin. It's like, yeah. do I really want to go to a rest stop with people from Wisconsin? I, yeah, it's, as a guy, like for me, it's it's election signs, you know, like it'll be a candidate I don't like. And even if I don't have to pee, like I'll make it happen, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I could not have the option of peeing in a cup while I drive down the freeway, <laughs> <laughs> which I've done many times on the road. Where I'm like, I've been driving 24 yeah. hours and I am not fucking stopping, or there's no place to stop. And I'm like, all right, well, this Gatorade bottle is now. <laughs> yeah, I've done that multiple times. Don't driving. leave this in the car. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> that that mm, Gatorade. No, don't want that. Yeah. Um, That's why I never yeah, buy lemon. No, the the I was Gatorade. by the blue Gatorade, so I don't make that mistake. Well, you know, it's oddly enough, my pee is blue. It's all that it's, methylene. Yes, exactly, exactly. It's all <laughs> the, um, wow, that's so. So, what? Let, let's give us give us some other insight. What are what are what's something that you wouldn't have wouldn't have? Is is there anything like a surprise that, that happened? Something yeah, that surprised absolutely. you? Like, wow, I didn't expect this. Uh, a lot of things. And that's yeah. been true throughout the entire transition, never mind after uh, surgery. Um, but I would say the biggest surprise has been how quickly I adjusted to it. Because, you know, you would think with that major of a change that you would, you know, be like three months later or whatever and, and just still confused or your body still doesn't know how it works. And it felt normal within two or three days outside huh. of the itches and the occasional like phantom sensation. Like it was just, Oh, I, I, that's how it is now. This feels correct. So I would say the, the amount of time it took to get to that point was unbelievably fast. Huh? Yeah. That's now when, when you, did you start, how long did you have to start hormone before all this? Like, was it years or? You have to have both medically and socially transitioned for a year before they'll even see you. Okay. So, you know, you, you can't just be on hormones. You actually have to live as you are. Right, for uh, sure. Socially for at least a year. And for me, I started hormones on July 13th, 2016. And I had my surgery September 13th of this year. So it, it was about two years, two years and a couple months. And that was remarkably quick turnaround. Most people... Uh, you know, just to get on a waiting list, uh, it, uh, the waiting list is yeah, three Yeah, I was going to say that's really quick. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's almost unfair. And, <laughs> you know, at the points where I was having, you know, doubts or fears, I was like, there are people who would murder their families to be here right now. Uh, I should probably stop being scared. <laughs> how did you, how did you get it that, that fast? Was it just luck or did you have somebody, did you pull some strings somewhere? No, I didn't pull any strings. I just happened to know that the uh, Mayo Clinic was, they had just opened their uh, gender clinic. Mm. So there wasn't a line yet. Um, you know, when I got in there, they said, oh, well, we've, uh, we've gotten a bit of a line since your first appointment. You might have to wait like four to five months. And they're <laughs> like, oh, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. No, when you, I, I, good. I was in Philadelphia for university and every doctor in the city had a three to five year wait. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now, now, so my question, when, when you had, when you started on, so I, I have a, I have a 13 year old daughter, uh, just about to be 14 and she's, you know, just in that, just in her puberty stage and the, uh, boy, those female hormones, let me tell you, um, she, <laughs> she's actually a great, she's a great kid, but it's like the mood swings and, uh -huh. and the, the out of nowhere, the yelling at top of her lungs about nothing that she's never, you never, don't understand me. Never been that way before. I and I'm like, you. these, this has to be hormones. I wonder, did, did you go, did you have crazy ass mood swings and that sort of stuff when you had to go through hormones? Oh God. Yes. Yeah? Uh, trans, trans people affectionately refer to it as second puberty. Okay. Um, cause you know, we went through the first one and then we, we go through one again as we get adjusted to new hormones. Right. And, uh, 
it, it is, you know, a lot of mood swings. Uh, you're getting used to like my skin feels different. Uh, my hair feels different. Like everything changes. My feet got smaller. Like I'm shorter than Seriously? I used to be. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, I, uh, I've I've gone down two shoe sizes, uh, and then you know uh, things redistribute. You know right. when you start growing boobs, and I have an ass now. That's weird, but right. <laughs> uh, also like uh, food cravings. Uh, the the big joke with trans women, especially, is pickles um, because <laughs> they're so salty, right. and uh, the the testosterone blocker a lot of trans women take is called spironolactone. And it makes you crave salt like a motherfucker. Right. For me, for me, it was uh, Oscar Mayer bologna. And, you know, there's always the joke with pregnant women having right. cravings. And, and pe- pickles always, are always one of them, by the way. Yes. Like the yes. joke is always ice cream and pickles, right? That's always yeah. the joke for pregnant women. Yeah. So, like, uh, it, it was very similar where it might have been midnight and my husband and I are laying in bed. And it was it was like, OK, estrogen has decided that she wants bologna. Either we can get baloney and everybody has a nice night or thunder bitch is going to come out and we're all going to be miserable. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I think, uh, is that your handle on, re- on Reddit? Cause I think I argued with the thunder bitch. <laughs> <laughs> if it isn't, it should be. <laughs> I like thunder bitch. So how many trans people are there in the United States? Do you know? Uh, because we haven't really been counted. It's based pretty much on estimates. Uh, most, Estimates are in between a million and a million four. Uh, so, you know, roughly 1%. And mm. that includes intersex people, people who are b- born with different chromosomes or, you know, different uh, genital configurations. Like that includes that part of the population too, I believe. But um, most estimates have us, you know, around that kind of population figure. So Which, that's a lot of people. That's more people than most of these bigoted towns. Like, well, I think, yes. I think, I think that's, isn't that roughly the same population of, of, um, there's minor, like Jewish people in America. I think like Albuquerque is just under one, a million. 1%. It's more than that's, there are more trans people than the entire population of my well, and Now do have, I wonder on the census, are they, um, are they adjusting for that? Are they going to adjust for that? Have, I don't think they t- count for trans people on the census. They, they were they, going to, and the Trump administration made it so that get they out of here, Trump administration. Yeah, they want to know. Yeah. They want to know if you're a citizen, not if uh, you're trans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And well, and you don't, you only count for like part of a citizen if you have a name that freaks me out and I can't pronounce. So you know you, you get a half over here, and if you wanted the gay trans people, you don't get the other half over here. So I get to have ice cream, and you have to you, watch me eat it. You would think these idiots would want to count trans people for for reasons of menace. For reasons of menace, exactly. You know, yeah. Um, <laughs> There's a million trans people, and ten thousand of them are in bathrooms right but now. I guess I guess it's a double-edged sword because if you're counting them for your nefarious purposes, you're also recognizing them as a percentage of the population, and uh, you know, not some. Uh, some some anomaly you can dismiss. You know, one percent doesn't sound like a lot, but it is. That's a lot. One percent of a population that has a disease—that's that's a lot. That's serious. You know, yeah. this, this is my my strange theory. I think that that I think that all Republicans and like the hardcore that hardcore Christian Republican right. I think they get all their information about people different from them via porn. Cause, <laughs> yes, because they think all black guys have huge dicks and are going to fuck their wife. Right. Yeah. I think. Uh-huh. I think they're afraid. Yeah, that's of, true, though. That's, well, that might be true. Yeah, my wife's a slut. She's a whore. <laughs> they don't. They don't. They don't mind. They don't mind lesbians because you know they're two hot chicks that I get to watch bang. Yeah, and they 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 don't like gay. I just won't hire you because <laughs> two penises. God, that that ain't yeah. that's ain't how God meant it. And I think I think they're afraid of of uh, of of trans people in in bathrooms because they see they see they probably go see trans uh, porn. And they're like, yep. I don't want to be tricked by some hot girl with a penis. Like, <laughs> I think I think they get all of quit, their information from porn. I'm, quit, quit, I'm making me, yeah. quit making me feel weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, you know, the 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 old uh, adage was, you know, people who are afraid of gay people are probably secretly gay. Uh, I don't know if you saw it a couple months ago, Alex Jones, who is, you know, the person who says that we should all be burned alive, right. uh, was caught with trans porn on his phone. And not only was he caught with trans porn on his phone, he was caught with one of my friends' trans porn. <laughs> I was doing phone. research. No way. No damn yeah. Who is that? My friend Kai. Uh, Kai Bailey. Uh, I had him on Inciting Incident a couple weeks ago. And uh, yeah, it, 
his his social media kind of blew up after that. That's hilarious. But it was also kind of funny because in that video, I have never watched trans porn with Marissa, my eyes open. So <laughs> I always close my eyes. I do it for research only. <laughs> He's turning frogs into toads. I, I, I don't, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm telling you that all of these people, everything they do is is completely. And totally yeah. push for. Well, I think there's their- there's been some research that's actually shown that people that are more homophobic are the ones that tend to have suppressed, uh, you know, homosexual desires. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, it's and yeah, but again, and they're pro- and and again, I mean, on some level, I don't, I, I hate, I hate always, I don't want to be that that liberal of the dude of the guy that's always like everyone's a victim, man. But on some level, I feel bad for those guys because it's like. They're they're so wrapped up in that, you know. Their daddy told them they're this. You're queer. No, yeah, they're, they're as much a victim so of male propaganda. They're so conflicted yeah. that it's like, and and it's like they're they're probably gay, and it's like, dude, just it's okay. You can you're, we're, we're cool, but they just they're they're so fucking conflicted inside. Like it's just that's I feel bad for them. Uh, yeah. Aside from the fact that they're evil fucks on top of that but but aside yeah, from that it's it sad be- it's sad that these these dumb fucking science denying assholes can't have a healthy sex life <laughs> yes exactly what i was thinking yeah well yeah, um, most people who do have healthy sex lives are like who cares right exactly. yeah well you know but yeah, but maybe cares? a lot of these guys would have more empathy if they had empathy for themselves mhm good point yeah well <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying they're self hating Doc, yeah, do, 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 absolutely. Dr. Maurice. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I'm, and, and for any of you motherfuckers out there, I am a real doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so take any medical advice I give out yes. on Twitter. And and he calls him and he calls his, his whatever uh, I tell you to stick up your ass, you do it. I'm a doctor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and he always refers to his patients as motherfuckers. Yeah. Actually, that'd be, I would love it if my oh, doctor, my, if I walked to my doctor's like, sup, motherfucker? I'd be like, I don't yeah. know. What's up with you, dick? All right. all right. Which of you motherfuckers is next? Here's your MI, bitch. Get your all paper right. gown and get your paper <laughs> ga- gown and cold ass in here. Yeah, exactly. Actually, <laughs> I did have a doctor recently. Recently was said something. He's like, well, you know, I mean, because because I just I literally came from the doctor minutes before I, I uh, we I came in today to do this and and got an MRI on my hip. I'm having all kinds of problems. And last time I saw the doctor, he was like. He goes, yeah, man. He goes, well, you know, you spent a lot, a lot of time fucking up your body, <laughs> you know, because I, because of, you know, turning yeah, martial yeah. arts and and that sort of stuff. He's like, oh, you spent a lot of time fucking up your body. I was like, yes, a doctor just said I'm fucking up my body. Yeah. That's the the uh, the clinical diagnosis. I would be, I would be the last doctor in America who smoked during the exam. <laughs> like, no. I only smoke cigarettes around my patients. No, there's a do- <laughs> there's a doctor, hilarious. So there's a fight doctor. He's actually a plastic surgeon, and he dresses in all Ed Hardy gear, no. like he's yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like cowboy boots and like the matching jean yeah. suits and when i first met this doctor so he's 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 one of the doctors at the mma shows right so like you know they got to make sure when they're a weight cut that no one did you know they check you before to make sure you don't didn't lose too much water or whatever and, and he's a doctor ringside in case somebody gets injured yeah. or whatever and the first time i met him he was standing over in the corner and he was smoking a cigarette. And I go, hey and they said oh you got to check in with the doctor and i said uh, i said hey so where's where's the doctor and they said oh that's the guy over there smoking a cigarette and i said that guy? And they said, yes. I walked over and I go, so excuse me, are, are, are you the doctor? And he goes, this huge drag. <sighs> That's right. <laughs> it was like, it was like straight out yeah, of airplane. And I funny. go, oh, right. okay. You, you are. The- Doctors know how to party, man. <laughs> Let me tell you, I talked to this one guy who's uh, a doctor. He was, he was an emergency room doctor and they would go to Vegas. He and his doctor buddy. Right. And they would have bags of fucking blood in the fridge at the hotel and they would get really fucked up drunk. Then they go to the hotel and give themselves a fucking blood transfusion and get the liquored out blood out get the and fuck put out of fresh here. blood in Fuck you! and then no. go back and party. I swear to God, he told me this, <laughs> that he, that he did this. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, aren't you like, you're drunk. And I was like, ah, we do it all the time. No way. <laughs> like, yeah, I can put a needle in drunk. It's not a big deal. He's like, it's, it's like unbelievable. How do you think I inject heroin into my but dick? There's a high, there's a high amount of substance. There's a high amount of substance abuse amongst doctors. They take a lot of pills and a lot of alcoholics. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. That's, uh, um, you know, well, 
Maybe they should meet with my, uh, with my, well, also he's a plastic surgeon. So it's like, you know, what do you do? Yeah. He's I make adapting. ticks. I make tits. That's what I do yeah. for a living. Okay, dude. Good job. Uh, like, <laughs> I like, he's a Beverly you know, Hills plastic surgeon. That, what's, he, yeah. li- what's his job? He literally makes tits and makes old people younger. That, yeah. That's his job. <laughs> so he can smoke if he fucking I, wants to. I took to. the stethoscope out of my bag because I need more room for pills. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we have to we have to wrap it up, um, and we're going to do our little ten minute. Great thing. meeting you. Yeah, pleasure. Tell so tell everybody because we're going to wrap it up, and then we do a little ten minute thing for people who Patreon whatever, which we don't. Uh, wait, yeah. Whatever. Now uh, here comes the real funny stuff. Yes, exactly. But um, tell people where they can find you and and how to follow you and all that sort of stuff. Sure. Uh, my website is rismacool.com, R-I-S-M-C-C-O-O-L. I have two podcasts, the Inciting Incident podcast. And if you're looking to hear trans people, uh, how we talk when you're not around, listen to the sister getting out of hand, which is where we talk shit about you. And if you want to listen, you just have to hate yourself. Uh, so <laughs> nice. uh, both of those come out every week. And uh, I have six books. You can find all six of them at um, if you type in uh, Marissa Alexa McCool on Amazon, you can find them there. My seventh one is coming out soon, and it's all about going through and getting my vagina. So if you if you're really curious and you have all those burning questions, no pun intended, you know, uh, I'm probably going to answer them there. And nice. I of course. I speak all over the country. I was just down in your neck of the woods recently uh, yes. speaking at the Free Thought Alliance convention. So, uh, it, and we if, tried to have I, you in studio and it didn't work uh, during that time. Yeah, because yes. I was staying too far away and I didn't realize how California traffic works. <laughs> yes, California top to bottom no, is like nobody it's like here Europe. does either. Nobody here knows <laughs> yeah, how it works. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, cool. Well, th- thanks again. And and by the way. Riss McCool, that that that's that just sounds like a character in a movie. Like by the way, that that's that's like a that that's 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 the, the coolest. It's the McCoolest that, name I've ever. McCoolest, heard. Like, like what what's your website? Riss McCool. Riss. Are you the doctor? <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> cool. Well, we'll see you. Uh, I'll see you on the Facebooks and um, cool. yeah, and and all and this. I think this actually we might even come out tonight or soon. So. Um, See you next time. Thanks again. And I'll maybe we come back on your podcast one of these days. That'd be cool. Would love to have you anytime. All Both right, sweet. You. And then I'm going to have you back on when Ty's in, in town. So it's so you can talk to Ty because he, he's way better at, at asking. I, I, I feel like, I'm like hey, you know, he, he'll ask questions. I'm like, I never thought about asking that question. That's a <laughs> well, great that's question to ask somebody. Host, right? Exactly. So, all right, cool. We'll see you next time. And uh, everyone right. else, stay on for 10 minutes. And uh, uh, Maurice, tell everybody where you can. You can, can find, find me uh, on the Twitter, at Northup Maurice, N-O-R-T-H-U-P-M-A-U-R-I-C-E. Until they delete that account, too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Good night. See you, Marissa. Um, Bye.